Are you an adventurer looking to take your hunt to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to East Meets West Hunt with your host, Bo Martonic. Hey everyone, wanted to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and hope that everyone has a great holiday with their family and friends. Get to spend time with them here in the next couple of days. Join some time off from work and just celebrating the holiday season. I've got a pretty good podcast here coming up with Shonda Gray from the Total Archery Challenge. And I re- recorded this podcast with Sean way back in June um, when we attended the Total Archery Challenge in Seven Springs, Pennsylvania. And I kind of waited a while to release it when it would be kind of, I, I guess, would be helpful to everyone to listen to when the registration opened here for 2019. And this year they extended the the Seven Springs shoot out to four days. It'll be a Thursday through Sunday. And it's an awesome event. I will plan on being there again with a booth to do some live podcasting there like I did last year, as well as selling some apparel and hopefully getting to do some shooting on the courses. I've never, I haven't found an event that challenges you as much as the total archery challenge does. And just a fun shoot with a great group of guys and girls that are, that are shooting all different levels. Like I said, anywhere from, you know, these shots that you're doing over, you know, a hundred some yards down to you know, your 25, 30 yard shots as well. And just, it's just a good time with a lot of good people, but I'll save that conversation for, uh, when Sean and I talk here, but we got some other updates here. First and foremost, two new blog posts that are up and I've been kind of slow here in the first six months is releasing these blog posts, trying to get better with it, uh, especially with the winter here. I'm able to get some time, put some stuff together, have some great people helping contribute to these blog posts. And so first of all, I have one from Craig Gillick, who also had contributed earlier in the year on a different piece, but this one has to do with his latest hunt in the Alberta wilderness and some public lands went up there with an outfitter hunted mule deer with his father and it's a really good story of some with some cool pictures that craig was able to contribute so check that out over on the website and also another one that's just released was one i wrote about cold weather hydration so with with the well i guess with winter here just about coming into full swing as we get into some colder weather and still want to be out be active um you know doing some training hikes messing around scouting whatever it may be when you're out in the woods you should definitely still pay attention to your hydration and i'd really kind of dive into that and why it's one how it's harder to tell when you become dehydrated in colder weather but why it's still the same as it is in hot weather even though you don't feel as thirsty and everything there so i put together a piece there with a bunch of photos and everything else to check out um, some tips for staying hydrated in colder weather here so please check those out let me know what you think of them if you like them share them if if you don't let me know and see if I can do something better for next time. But uh, I also have some gear related ones that I'm 
that I'm working on to get out and 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 just some other different stuff I'm just behind on that uh nothing but excuses here but I'll I'll get those out and released here pretty soon hopefully. And with that being said, any different things that you want to see um from the the you know the online journal, the blog um or just for, and from the podcast too and I've brought it up here recently but I, I want to know what you want to specifically hear and what do you want to hear more of what do you want to hear less of things like that any kind of constructive criticism will be really helpful making sure that I'm putting out uh, a product and content that that's very helpful for everyone else. And that's, you know, my main goal with this, being able to help people find adventure places from east to west, no matter where it is, and be a resource for that. So trying to put out some good stuff. I have have some such awesome guests and stuff coming up here lined up. I I, I got some names I'm not going to mention yet, but some really cool people that have um, interesting um, I guess concept and that, that I think will really help out some people as well as a, a, a different kind of series of podcasts to help with planning um, different big game hunts, Western hunts, whitetail hunts, the whole bit. So there'll be, there'll be a bunch of new stuff coming out here. 2019 is going to be a pretty big year and I'm really going to be working my ass off to try to get, get out the best stuff that I can and, you know, learn myself as well with it. So please, please check out those blog posts. Give me some feedback. Same thing with the podcast. If you like it, share it with your friends, family. If you don't, then Hey, that's fine. Give me the feedback and we'll work from there. Also, uh, all the new apparel is up online. East meets West hunt.com backslash shop. And so I've got the new redesigned Appalachia hats, got a camo one and also a black and burgundy one. Pretty cool ones from legacy and as well as the arrowhead active hat, which is, um, it's an active as far as moisture wicking type hat. And I talked about it a little bit here a few weeks ago. Um, that hat's been my quickly, my go-to for hiking, scouting, and, and also in the gym, because it, it just, like I said, it wicks moisture really well, lightweight. It's pretty pretty cool performance style hat, which is the first one I kind of did in that line. In addition, the new Woodsman hat has been definitely a, a favorite, I'd say, in the first couple weeks here after release as far as popularity. Um, the hats are like a heavier duty, you know, like a wax cotton material. And great for a wintertime, spring fall that that type of season little little warm for summer but it's a it's a really cool hat um check those out online as well as the the normal adventure hats that we have and arrowhead and rut stash t-shirts so check all those out it really helps when when uh you support the podcast and everything by by purchasing this apparel uh you know it's it just really helps me out as far as being able to produce this and and not go broke in the process. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so check that out and hoping to get some new stuff designed here too, some new t-shirts coming out. Got got some cool concepts in my mind. I think that I'm maybe looking to hire someone to do the designs. I've been doing everything myself up to this point, but uh just really falling behind on 
the time aspect. So I, I think I might need to outsource that a little bit, but we'll see. And yeah, so that's what's, that's what's going on now. And hopefully that you, I'm done running on here t- talking about everything. So enjoy the podcast here with Sean DeGray from the Total Archery Challenge and let me know your thoughts. Sign up as the registration is live now for Pennsylvania. Get your time slots and let's go shoot your bow. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the East Meets West Hunt podcast. So I'm sitting here at the Total Archery Challenge. It's uh, a little bit rainy right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with Sean DeGray, who is the owner and founder of the Total Archery Challenge, correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So we're sitting here in uh, in the rain on, on Sunday, which is the last day of the, the Total Archery Challenge. It's been an awesome weekend here at, at Seven Springs, an event, a, a pretty good turnout. Yeah, yeah, it's grown from last year even. We uh, sold out on Saturday, and uh, fortunately the rain held off until today, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it did. it's been a great weekend. Yeah, it has been. It hasn't been too hot like other years, you know, in the past. Pennsylvania can be kind of finicky on weather, but it's been been pretty awesome. Yeah. So so, uh, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about Total Archer Challenge, and, and the basis behind my podcast has to do with, you know, people going different places and finding adventure and the the biggest thing when you want to go to these places you want to be successful when it comes down to that time that crunch time when you need to pull back your bow and release and there's not many events that you can go to or many places you can go to to get close close to real life experiences as you can at total archery challenge yeah explain that, that a little bit yeah that was kind of the idea is um we wanted to create an event that could travel the the country that was different than your normal 3d shoot and uh you know we don't even like to call our event a 3d shoot we like to call it a 3d archery experience because it's more than just you know shooting targets you've got uh, your the hikes are long i mean you know one of the courses is five and a half miles long of of hiking and there's some elevation in there and and uh we we're not shooting just open open field shoots it's a lot of obstacles in the way something you might encounter um here in pa even in your tree stand if you will but also out in the west you're going to get some of those longer shots and and obstacles in the way but heart rates up you're hiking and wearing a backpack most guys have a backpack with their arrows and some water and and we just wanted to bring that feel to it is to create a a western shoot but some a western shoot that could travel yeah anywhere in the country and give people that experience. And it's been a lot of fun. We've really enjoyed it. Um, it's been great to watch it grow and to see uh, the same faces year after year like yourself. This is year four for you yep. um, out here. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. And it continues to grow. And people enjoy it because, I, I, I mean, we really work hard to, to make it an, a fun experience, not just a, a target shoot. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's a, that's the biggest thing that, so and even in Pennsylvania, uh, where I'm from in the Northern region of Pennsylvania, it's 2 million acres of public land, big woods. I, I don't, I used to call it mountainous terrain until I went to the West, but, uh, anyways, hilly terrain ste- is still steeper <laughs> yeah. than, than we have down here. But, um, there's a lot of hiking. You get in your heart rates up and when you have the opportunity to 
to shoot an animal, you know, whether that's, like I said, out in Colorado, Utah, Montana, or, or Pennsylvania, New York, anywhere like that, you need to be able to, to react. And, yeah. and that's where places like this, shooting at angles, whether that's, again, out of a tree stand or off a cliff ledge, is it's some pretty challenging shots, to, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, it's um, the. I think the funnest part about it, and, the, and actually the reason we call it Total Archery Challenge is it's not a competition, um, except with yourself. And so even if you're, if you're a newbie or uh, young, just getting into it, there's, there's opportunity for everybody here because it's not a competition. Um, you get that opportunity to challenge yourself. If you want to do one and you're only shooting 20 yards, then shoot 20 yards. But if you really want to challenge yourself and you jump on the prime course or the Sitka course and you're shooting out to 120 yards and a tree's in the way or whatever, and, and you really have to focus. Uh, for one, it's just fun to watch an arrow fly that far. Yeah, it is. Uh, but two, to challenge yourself physically and know, like, am I ready? Yeah. Uh, you know, you get a lot of guys that are, it's that's their warm-up to decide, like, okay, am I ready for the season? Yeah. And, uh, and that's, it's working, and we like it. It's yeah. Fun. And then, then they can kind of figure out, where do I need to go from there? Where do I need to improve on? You find right. your gaps I mean, pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, Especially on the angled shots. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's making sure your form's right when you're moving up or down on that angled shot. And, uh, and a lot of guys, I think that's one of the most rewarding things for us is when guys come back and, and tell us, hey, you know, I... I went and did this and I thought I was ready and I learned a lot on doing this. So I went back and did it again to, to see how I'd do a second round instead of doing a different course because of what I learned or whatever. So it's given guys opportunity on things they just normally don't get to practice on mm -hmm. and, uh, and they come back more confident. Yeah. Physically and with shooting. Exactly. And I know how it feels so good when you, when you, watch that arrow drop in at, you know, 85, 90 yards and you hit, hit where you're aiming at. Oh yeah. You know, it's yeah. uh, there, I can think of a, sh a shot on the Sitka course here. There's a mule deer at 85 yards with some trees around it and the trees have eaten up a lot of, a lot of the arrows, but they, <laughs> I mean, some of the shots we do, it's really for fun. Yeah. Right? yeah oh, They're yeah. a blast, but it does make you focus. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that's part of it, but it, all in all, we, we're we created it to have a really good time but also to to give some experience to what you might see out west yeah yeah and I, I think and then also like you said you if you can make some of these shots and do that it makes the closer ones so oh. much easier oh absolutely you know and and i had never shot this far until a couple of years ago or four years ago i guess now when i started coming out here and i was like wow i got I got some work to do, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then really looking at okay, I never, I didn't know what a th uh, third axis adjustment was on my site. You know that affects the downhill and uphill shots. And Absolutely. there's some things you you figure out that may help you down the road when you have that moment of truth. Whether that's a you know a, a lifetime a dream hunt, or if that's just you know you're hunting whitetails uh, outside your backyard in Pennsylvania. Whether that whatever that is. It's helping you make that, you know, that ethical kill and make those, you know, those dreams come true. So absolutely, I think it, it's you probably recognize this too because you've been here every year. But the first year we came out, uh, and even the second year, you know, guys are coming out and they've got their thirty-yard pin or and that's all they had or yeah. whatever. And now 
when you see guys coming out, they're all bringing out their sliders and, and really embracing it. Yeah. And uh, it's been really fun to watch. They, it's, it's a cool event. And like you said, being able to shoot so far. So if you primarily hunt in PA and you're shooting, what, 30, 40 yards, 20 yards, whatever. Yeah, most of them 25 and under, to be honest, with how thick it can be. But I mean, you come out here and practice even on our range. It goes out to 95 yards, uh, the, just the practice range. And you get back to where you're shooting 20 yards. Oh, man. It's yeah. a dream. Oh, yeah. You do it with your eyes closed. Yeah. Like. I mean, it just feels so good. And I, I think that's one of the things guys recognize out here is even if you don't feel confident or you, you're, you don't want to hunt and take those 80, 90-yard shots on an animal, a live animal, practicing at that distance makes those shots at 20 and 30 yeah. I mean, it really builds up your ability to shoot. And uh, the, the one thing that I've talked about with some of the other guys I've podcasted here with and um, just, just people you meet at events like this are like-minded individuals and ones that, you, that you'll continue to, to see and you'll talk to. I've, I've made lifelong friends that I've met at, you know, the Total Archery Challenge here in Seven Springs. You know, and now I, you know, I come back and I see them other places and we get a hold of each other. We hunt together. We do different things. And it's, it's awesome to be able to, you can't go very many places and run into that many people that are like-minded. You could look across this, this, this uh, yard here where the vendors are and pick out just about any person, walk up and have a conversation for two hours with them without, without even thinking. Absolutely. There's a lot of guys that I, I met a group yesterday. Um, well, I didn't meet them. I, I know who they are. They've been coming since year one. There's four of them. And then there's one guy who's a solo. He's been coming since year one. And those guys have ran into each other for the last couple of years, or the first couple of years, and now they they met here, and now they plan the trip together with this solo guy that yeah. was showing up. And they're great friends, and they shoot together now. And there's guys that message us, hey, I'm only coming by myself. How does it work? Who do I – do you put me in a group or what? And we just say, hey. You're going to meet friends. Oh, yeah. Everybody's here. There's no, there's no, without that, you know, in the competition world, you, you, you're looking through a different lens when you're shooting at the target or talking. You're running the guys. egos. Yeah. And here, where it's not a competition, it's just primarily hunters. There are some competitive shooters here, uh, but everybody's out here just to have a good time and, and the camaraderie is amazing and uh, meet new friends. Like you said, we've made so many friends across the country mm -hmm. and uh i just i absolutely love it the people are amazing so where are all the, the stops that the total archer challenge goes to so we start in texas san antonio texas and then uh tennessee and then we move up here to pennsylvania and next week is uh boyne michigan we're at boyne mountain resort and then we head to terry peak south dakota uh, Snowbird, Utah, and Big Sky, Montana. Okay. So there's seven stops total in the tour. Uh, 2019, we're adding a couple more, maybe three. Um, we're looking in the northeast. Okay. New England area. Um, and we're looking in Colorado and also in Washington. Okay. So you'll, you'll have just about the whole country covered at yeah. that point. Yeah. We're just a couple more regional spots, and, uh, and we'll, we'll be in good shape. Yeah, there's been a lot of people here that have been from other states. Uh, you know, the, the one guy, Brandon, here that's helping me out. He's from North Carolina. I drove nice. up for this. You know, that's that's awesome to see that. You it know. is fun. I think 
I haven't seen the report from this year, but last year, I want to say we were right around 20 states represented here. Really? At this event. Um, our event in Utah has 30, last year had 37 states and five countries represented. And uh, it is. It's awesome. I. That's what's so cool about it. You're getting people from everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you're not meeting just the locals. You're meeting people from all over, and it is fantastic. And that's what makes it so fun. I mean, obviously, if people are traveling that far year after year, that speaks a little bit to how the event is, you know, and how it's, and how it's run. Yeah. Well, we have a really good team. I mean, a phenomenal team. And uh, But not only that, we have phenomenal partners. You know, the Sitka, Prime, Mountain Ops, Yeti. We have great partners that really help us out. And uh, I think the... You know, just the the synergy behind all of that is really what, what makes this event so fun. On top of the local guys, you know, look at all these guys around us that are uh, local to this area that are coming out and helping out and taking care of guys. We've got Creek Archery over there with the full setup. You know, guy, uh, one guy had his string derail. And they worked on it, fixed it, D-loops break. They fit, you know, it's people are here to help yeah. and get you back on the mountain. So it's, I think that helps a lot. And then on top of that, I mean, you guys, the shooters, you know, the guys who are coming out here to participate and telling their friends about it and, hey, you've got to do this. We had a blast. Keep coming. So uh, just everybody together has made this a, a really, really fun event. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's awesome. What, uh, what's coming next for Total Orchard Challenge? Anything that you can speak of? No, I we are we are working on some bigger things. Um, I'm being vague right now. One of the there's multiple reasons for that, but one is I'm not sure what parts are going to make it into 2019 or not. There's a lot of work in it, but we are working to to build this event out to make it even better. Um, you know, we've got knock times and things like that going on right now, and this will fall right into that. So if, let's say if you had a 12 o'clock knock timer and so what do you do for the first four hours of the day we're we're bringing out some pretty big things that i think people are really really gonna enjoy Mm -hmm. um so 2019 we're working on some things i don't know what parts we're gonna get finished up and ready to launch but just know some things are in the works there's things in the works and some fun things and i think guys are really gonna like it just yeah. to make the overall experience better. Yeah, exactly. And that's one thing you and I, when we were talking yesterday, you brought up about the knock times. And, you know, at first some people were like, you know, well, what's, you know, what's going on? I don't want to have to. But you explained it as, I don't want people to have to wait in lines for a right. long period of time. I want the experience to be great. I don't care about the overall number of people that come through this door. Obviously, you want right. more people, but you don't want to make it too crowded where the experience isn't bad. And that's why you capped off each day with a certain number of participants to make sure that the experience is still awesome. Yeah, we and, and you know, change is always hard. Nobody likes change. Mm-hmm. We've gotten quite a few haters out there because of knock times. Yeah, but, you know, the guys, you know, we have 1,300 people here in PA this year. Um, anywhere from 700 to 750 people per day on the mountain. And now that guys have done the knock times, they're coming back saying, hey, you know what? We didn't like it before, but it's so nice to know I'm getting on at this time. I plan around that. It's easy. It's relaxing. And I know, 
And I also know there's not 700 people in front of me trying to get on that lift. So I, I think once, once people experience it and they understand really what we're doing, we're just trying to make the event better. Nobody likes standing in line for 45 minutes. No. And then you get on the mountain and you're waiting at targets after target. I'm not saying there won't be lines. There's always going to be a little line, guy looking for arrows or, you know, or they're just a slow group or whatever. There's always going to be some wait, but this was the, I'm not saying we're 100% right in the decision, but capping the attendance is the step in the right direction yeah. to keep people excited to keep coming, you know, and we've had guys like, I've never had to wait. Well, yeah, but we're growing it. Yeah. 30, 40% a year. Like, you don't want to get to that point where you, it all of a sudden you're shocked by that, where it's too long and then you have a bad experience. And Maybe it happened. Someone, that, it yeah. caught us last year at Snowbird and Big Sky. Snowbird, we've done knock times every year on Saturday for the last couple of years. Um, but it caught us last year. Yeah. I mean, people were waiting two and a half, three hours just to get on the lift. And that, you don't come up for that. Yeah. So we've changed the whole thing. We've reduced the number of people on the mountain greatly from years prior um, just to find out what is the best way to get people on the mountain where they still enjoy it, have a good time. But we're a for-profit company, so we, you know, we still need to, yeah. to make money as a business. Yeah, of course. So what was that happy medium to, to make both of those happen? Because when we started, when there's 200 people all weekend, I mean – there is no wait time and you own the mountain. Yeah. But that, you know, we've grown substantially since those days. And so now how do we make both work? So, yeah, I, I only got to shoot one course this year so far. I snuck away from the booth and shot the Sika course yesterday, which is one that has long shots. And you would typically expect a little bit longer wait because of retrieving arrows and such. But we didn't have to wait at all going through that. And, and it wasn't like there wasn't people on the course. It was just nice that how it was split up and everyone kind of had their, their turn and went through with it. So it was, yeah, uh, that was, that was an awesome experience. And, and, uh, you know, I, like I said, in the, in the past never had like a, you know, a terrible experience with it, but it seemed to flow a little better. Yeah. It and, definitely is flow. It, the flow was better this year than yeah. last year. Um, but like I said, some, there's guys out there that just absolutely hate it. And, and that's fine. I mean, in the end, we can't please everybody. Yep. So we're just, our goal isn't to make it miserable and, and more difficult for everyone. Our goal is to try to make the event better. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and this is one way that we're trying. And if it's not the right answer, then we'll know. So... <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't even know. I, I got some water going inside my my tote there, but <laughs> so if you want to come buy a shirt, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that all your shirt? Oh, yeah, it's everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything I own is in there. But <laughs> anyways, <laughs> that's too bad. Yeah, now we got a little bit of rain going. Yeah, on. Yeah, we do have rain, unfortunately, because we got to bag this all up tonight and get it in Michigan next by Tuesday. All the fun stuff, right? Yeah. Tearing down all the targets. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. It's work. Yeah. But that's all right. It's fun. Yep. We like it. Awesome. So. Do you have anything else you want to add, Sean? No, just, uh, you know, if anybody has any questions or anything, go ahead and reach out to us. You can either send us a message online on our website at www.totalarcherychallenge.com. Hit us up on social media, Facebook or Instagram. It's just Total Archery Challenge. Or you can send us an email, info at totalarcherychallenge.com. 
Um, and we'll get back to you with any questions. Uh, I think one of our big questions people always ask is, when do we find out dates for the following years? Um, and we're going to try to launch our uh, tour in November this year. Oh, That's okay. our goal. Uh, we do already have dates for Pennsylvania. It'll be the same weekend next year. Okay. Uh, however, we're adding a day, so it'll be four days long. Nice. It'll be Thursday through Sunday? Yep. We're adding four days to every event okay. for next year. And um, then you can up the amount of people, and uh, and but also keep the experience high. Oh, yeah. and it, it Well, it's just the people that couldn't make it because we're selling out. Mm-hmm. So this is an opportunity to spread that out and add and get some more people the opportunity to participate. So, but I think those are the big changes, and then just keep an eye out for these uh, couple of big add-ons that we're really excited about and hoping to get added for 2019. But right. I appreciate your time. Thank you yeah. for doing this. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Sean. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of East Meets West Hunt with your host, Bo Martonic. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit eastmeetswesthunt.com, Facebook at East Meets West Outdoors, and Instagram at East Meets West Hunt. If you enjoyed today's episode, please review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time.